0: In 2012, Subaru launched the XV onto the Australian market, their smallest car in their current fleet. The latest XV is over 90% changed from the previous model, with a few extra off-road features but a host of comfort improvements. Subarus are car-like in their on-road performance and competent in off-road capability. Where does the new XV fit into that continuum? Colin Christie is the Managing Director of Subaru Australia, the small SUV market has tended to be more cutesy than tough. Is your attempt with the new XV to toughen the image of it in its looks and its uh, capability?
1: I think it's more about just making sure the car is actually capable of doing what a lot of people will actually want it to do. So we talked in there about the you know design with attitude and built for fun, and that's exactly the, the underpinnings of this car. It's a it's a fantastic car to drive around the city, but it's incredibly you know capable off road.
0: In fact, you've always had. The that tough image in a way. Not tough in rough and tough, but certainly co- competent off-road. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think it is. I mean, all of our cars, obviously, uh, other than the BRZ, have all-wheel drive, symmetrical all-wheel drive as standard. But I think in this product, and you'll you'll drive it tomorrow, obviously, but you'll see that it really is a very capable SUV.
0: I noticed a mate of mine bought one early, a a Subaru, because he was a a hydraulic engineer and went out to dams and things. So it was one that was both comfortable to drive and had that ability to go into the muddy spot if he had to. That's part of the market, I suppose.
1: Yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, I think the design's come a long way as well in the last probably four or five years and the cars are, you know, great to look at. They drive well. The interiors are a massive step up, Um, really quality interiors, but at the end of the day their underpinnings are. They're a you know, really capable car that can pretty much take you anywhere. So, um, and you're right. You know, back to the sort of 10, 15, 20 years ago, people bought Subaru because of its capability. Uh, I think we've now added the the fun element to it and made that capability really enjoyable and fun and allow people to go and actually experience what they want.
0: In the 52 pages that were elegantly yeah. provided for us, uh, <laughs> wonderfully, uh, uh, I noticed that it wasn't until page uh, 23 that I got the engine performance. It's not not to say it's bad it's to say perhaps you as you were saying that the focus is really on being crystal clear as a good sedan car
1: Look, I think there's just so many good things to talk about this car, to be honest. I mean, the, the handling and drive is incredible. I think the interior, as I said, the infotainment system all stand out, but the engine, is a, it's a good engine. It's a very strong, solid, powerful engine, um, and it'll do exactly what you need to do. So it was less about, um, I think it was just more about we've got so many good stories to tell with this car.
0: But it's also changing the market really, isn't it, that the old style was always to talk about power and performance, whereas there's now far more dimensions in a car in what people might like yeah I think
1: it is I mean customers don't look for just and it depends on which market they're going into um, just looking for absolute power doesn't necessarily tell the story of what that car can actually do um, and that's what we're trying to do now we're, we're trying to you know understand what the customer wants in terms of a product and making sure that the car meets it across every aspect
0: Safety is a big issue and you do get your eye view um, in the, fir- the first step up, not the base model. Do you see with the push towards automatic emergency braking is five star later, do you see you moving into that in the future for all the models?
1: Look, I think that's absolutely on the cards for us as a brand. Um, safety has always been a critical element of what we do. Um, as Hip mentioned earlier today, you know we're moving away or moving past now the the standard um, scoring metrics and looking at real world situations. Um, you know we're one of the first brands to introduce technology, the autonomous emergency braking, and all the host of other features that come with Eyesight. Um, and we've started to move that progressively down through the range. So the new Impreza, the new XV now have that for the first time. Um, and absolutely, as we progress. You know, um, I think every model will at some point in time um, be looking at those sort of technologies.
0: There is the final step into the, the top model which gives you a whole pile of lane departure and other safety features. Uh, do you think many people will take it up for those reasons or for the luxury reasons? Get Does safety sell more now than it has?
1: Um, I think uh, safety is always a challenge because it's maybe seen as unsexy. I think the reality is that the um, the safety technologies in the car are more. It's more about you know your family, um, you know protecting yourself, but it's more about just being comfortable and and you know feeling really safe in the car. So the safety cell more or less. I think the underpinnings of, of what we provide is extremely important for families and for everybody in the market. To be honest, um, yeah, but we're now starting to package that up with you know really striking design and um, and as I said, interiors that are you know certainly you know close to top of class if not top of class. So. It's
0: multi-dimensional.
1: Uh, it has to be these days. I think. I think the reality is of just having a safety story or having a performance story isn't enough anymore. You've got to actually show the customer how this car can fulfil their lifestyle.
0: But, from the fleet market, do you sell much into that, and might not there be a push from the fleet market to have the maximum safety from an occupational health and safety point of view, but not necessarily wanting to have a sunroof. Do you think that we may get packages, more fleet type packages coming up which has safety as as a core as well?
1: Look, I think the fleet market's changed dramatically in the last few years, and to be honest, we've yeah you know, with the Outback and with Liberty we had those uh, those technologies standard in the base models. Uh, um, and we've seen, you know, significant sales growth. Um, so I think that is a, an area that we'll go more and more into. Um, and fleets will have more and more responsibilities and expectations around products to just make sure that they, and then that's an office for a lot of their people, that they're providing the safest possible environment for their people. So, yeah, that's something that we've been very active in, and we've you know, been um, working with a lot of the major you know, companies in Australia to build, you know, to build um, awareness for these sorts of technologies.
0: But will you see it come in the lower levels? Do you think?
1: Oh, look, I think over time, absolutely. As I said, Liberty Outback started only in the 3.6. Um, that's now basically through pretty much the whole range. Um, you know, the uh, the XV's as well. You can you can get this incredible technology. Yeah, just one step up from the base model now. Um, so yeah, the Lavorg has it as standard across the range in terms of the Eyesight system and, and all the elements as part of that. So um, I think over time it will, yeah.
0: You talked about car sharing and Australia perhaps being a little slower than other countries, what makes you think that?
1: Look I think it's just a lot of research to be honest, um, a lot of the, the global research uh, organisations and even local research organisations are, are really pinpointing that car sharing will come to this market and, we, and we've already seen it with our relationship with Drive My Car. Um, I think we're just slightly, you know, slightly slower at this point in time in terms of uptake. Um, the size of the country is always a big one, the size of our cities, um, it always suggests that um, these things will be a slower uptake but will it come to this market in a big way? Yeah it will do over a point in time.
0: Do you think autonomous vehicles will change that market and go more towards share as well?
1: Yeah, look, I think autonomous cars, Will definitely start to drive into that space more and, and make that um, that car sharing area much much uh, easier to use and 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 more usable for a um, for potential consumers. So I think the advent of aut- autonomous vehicles, uh, fully autonomous vehicles, will certainly I think be a, potentially one of the levers that will drive that area.
0: Is Subaru heavily involved in that?
1: Uh, look, I think yeah. From a Subaru Corporation, they're obviously looking at a huge number of technologies. Again, I think when you look at yeah the Eyesight technology it's not just the autonomous braking but it's all the other elements and we've now got lane keep assisting cars we've got the automatic braking uh, in reverse as well as in forward now um, you know we've got there's already technologies coming into the cars that actually start to tend towards that way um, Subaru Corporation like every major manufacturer will be working on autonomous vehicles at some point in time.
0: The great problem with uh, car share in a community sense is you don't know how the car is being treated but perhaps in an Uber or a Lyft sense the owner is perhaps driving it more. Might that be a bit more desirable to try and head towards uh, s- providing a fleet for a car share thing like Uber or Lyft?
1: Yeah well that's what we're doing with Drive My Car now obviously so we um, we've got, as I said, 101 Impresas on the moment. Uh, we're about to move in a few months' time, put 105 XVs on um, to that Drive My Car fleet. And about 80% of the people who hire our cars are Uber drivers. Um, so that's definitely an area that we're already exploring and, and testing at the moment
0: you're going into shopping centres and that is that again a broader multi-dimensional consumer attitude to cars rather than the traditional sales route
1: Uh, look I think the traditional sales route will still be there and it'll it'll change and morph over time the reality is that we uh, our whole focus in Subaru do is just providing options for our customers and you have customers want to experience a product um, and they don't have time to get to a dealership then we've got the shopping centres we've got the build and buy online for some of our products now. Um, We'll have the mobile test drive programs, the mobile servicing programs. It's just about creating a suite of options that the customers can choose to to meet their lifestyle needs.
0: Yeah, it's uh, very much a case of getting attention in a very busy world, isn't it? Because there's now so much more media opportunities in the broader sense of the word media.
1: Yeah, look, I think it obviously attracts attention um, and it builds awareness for a brand like ours. Um, I think the reality, though, is at the end of the day, Um, our focus is about actually trying to meet customers' needs. And if a customer says, you know what, I don't have time to go to dealership, but I'd love someone to turn up at my door and show me the car and explain to me how it works, then, then we should be trying to work out a way to do that.
0: Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you. And that was Colin Christie, the Managing Director of Subaru Australia. And Overdrive has a new feature on our website, a video of our first impressions from a car launch. In this case, of course, the Subaru XV.